I allow myself to go there emotionally. It's not enough to just remember this, you guys, that feeling is the secret. There's actually a book called Feeling is the Secret. It's the feeling, it's the emotional, it's a, you allowing yourself to go there emotionally, connecting with the level of emotion that you want to feel on a day-to-day -day basis, connecting with that daily, okay, through visualization. Welcome to the Sharice Williams Show. This podcast was created for the highly conscious, high-impact nurse turned entrepreneur looking to create, launch, and scale a wildly profitable holistic health coaching and consulting business from a place of ease and flow. I'm Sharice Williams, former ICU nurse turned multi-six-figure holistic health coach and the go-to business coach for female clinicians. In this podcast experience, you will be educated, motivated, inspired, empowered, and forever expanded so that you can confidently step into your new identity as the CEO of your holistic health coaching and consulting business. Welcome home. Well, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Sharice Williams Show, the only podcast created for the highly conscious, high-impact nurse-turned-entrepreneur looking to create, launch, and scale a wildly profitable holistic health coaching and consulting business from a place of ease and flow while also optimizing your wellness and vitality naturally. So I am Sherry Williams and let's get into it. So hopefully you guys caught the last episode. It was absolutely amazing. If you did not, if you did not, go back and listen to the last episode, the last interview, uh, fire, just straight fire is all I'm gonna say. Okay, so today I wanna share with you five unexpected things that successful holistic health practitioners do on a regular basis. And I definitely think some of them are going to surprise you. So let me just run through them first and then I'm going to go back and unpack them for you because that's where that's 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 where you're really going to get an understanding of the why behind really their success. Okay. So one of the things that they do is they prioritize spaciousness in their schedule, spaciousness in their life. I'll come back to that and unpack that for you. The second thing they do is they regulate their nervous system. They understand the importance of having a regulated nervous system as they are building their business. Dare I say, even as they're you know living life, but we know all of the um, business can sometimes be hectic and that's why it's of the utmost importance to regulate your nervous system. Thirdly, they invest in long-term mentorship. Fourth, they prioritize learning. And, and not just any learning, because, you know, as, as nurses, yeah, we have to do continuing education, all that stuff. And half the time, half y'all don't do it. <laughs> and half the time, you don't even want to do it. And you're not even enjoying what it is that you're learning. So let's circle back to that one in a second. The fifth and final thing, that unexpected thing, that successful holistic health nurse coaches, health coaches, health practitioners or nurse practitioners prioritize is, the, is cultivating meaningful relationships. Okay. Very important. So. We'll start with number one, prioritizing spaciousness. So what a lot of times people think is, I'll just make sure that my availability is wide open. Whenever clients are available to meet, I'm just going to just, just cram them into my schedule, you know, back to back to back, because the more, more availability I have, the more clients I'll end up being, being able to put into those time slots, the more money I'm going to make. Here's the mistake with that. And I, and I get it because I, I, I did it to an extent when I first started my business. 
my availability was all over the place, right? And uh, meaning whenever they could meet, I would meet, which means I, I really didn't have a life. What's the point of building a business if you have to sacrifice your quality of life, right? So I found myself myself holding client sessions on Friday nights. I didn't want to hold a client session on Friday nights. I love my clients, but Friday nights is not when I am at my best, right? My mind, my brain just kind of turns off. I find my, I found myself holding uh, sessions all throughout the week, times that just they just didn't work for me. You have to know yourself. I function my best after noon after 12 o'clock and in fact the later the better not that i want to be you know have be on client sessions at 9 p.m never that however i do know that i'm my most uh vibrant and alive and creative and insightful later on in, in the afternoon and because i learned that about myself i started to schedule my clients during those time slots okay also what i found was and you'll you'll start once you start to you know, build your business and start to scale your business, you'll find, you'll find where your sweet spot is. I recognize when I had more than 12 one-on-one clients, it might sound good. It might look, oh my gosh, yes. But I felt very constricted. I felt I was all, I was literally working all the time, serving my clients at the highest level that they deserve to be served at. Right. And it, it was, it was, I was, I was tired. Number one, I was just emotionally drained. Um, I was, it, I was tired. It just was not the best for me. Okay. Money was great. Absolutely. But it wasn't the best fit for me. And again, I'm not, I, I will never tell you to sacrifice your mental health, emotional health or whatever for, for, for any amount of money. Right. A lot of us have experienced that anyway, in nursing, we work crazy hours, and, and that's why you have the level of burnout that you might be experiencing that it's people have been experiencing that nurses have been experiencing that for ages, nurses and doctors for that matter for ages, because of the amount of hours, the length of hours, the level of care that we, that we provide. And it is mentally and emotionally draining. And so why would you want to recreate that in your own business? Remember, you are the one that has the control. You are the one that has control of your business. You're the one who has control of your schedule. And oftentimes I find too, that's coming from a scarcity mentality, thinking, well, if I'm not available, you know, all these times, then people aren't going to want to work with me. That's not true. That's not true. You guys, my schedule, and this has been my schedule now for two, I want to say two years, if not two years, it's, it's been two years for sure. I work on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Okay. And my first client usually isn't until around 2 p.m. on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, or Thursdays. Every once in a while, I have a noon client on Thursday. But otherwise, my clients, I start seeing clients around 2 via Zoom, around 2 p.m. And then I'm finished at uh, 7.30. My last client starts at 6.30, so I'm finished at 7.30. And it's not back to back to back to back. There's even spaces in between. From, from 2 p.m. to 7.30 p.m., there are spaces in between. I never... I, I, I rarely schedule clients back to back to back because I need that spaciousness. What I found is that when I have that spaciousness in my calendar, oh, by the way, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, usually from two to 7.30-ish, um, I mean, rarely so later than that, but sometimes it does start a little bit earlier, never before 12. That's, that's for a fact because I need to get myself together, right? Just mentally, emotionally, you guys know, I meditate, journal, and I'll talk about that in just, a, in just a second when it comes to regulating your nervous system. But people ask me, what do you do with the, your, your morning? I do me. I ref refill my cup so I can give from my overflow. For far too long, 
we as women, as moms, as nurses have been pouring from an empty cup and we're no good for anyone. We're no good for anyone like that, okay? So I spend my mornings refilling my cup, intentionally refilling my cup so that way I can give um, not just to my clients, my family from, from an overflow, okay? And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I'm off. I might do some admin type of stuff, maybe, but for the most part, I'm off. Why? Because in that downtime, I can create. In that downtime, I can refine my offers. I can refine my client delivery. I can refine everything about my, anything that needs to be refined. And here's another thing, uh, just kind of side note, you will always be refining. You will always be refined. It's never a one and done, like, oh, created my program. Yay, done. I mean, yes, that's something to celebrate, but it will, you will be continuously be in a refinement process or you should be in a refinement process, okay? All right, so that's number one, spaciousness, refinement, creativity. You guys, one of the things I love to do is go sit by the pool with my little notebook or sometimes, sometimes I try not to take electronics. I'm always, I always have my phone, but, and I, I'm either typing out, I get my best ideas when I'm around water or when I'm out walking, so I check my, so I, I prioritize that, right? I, I make sure that I am, it's not a line item like in my, in my calendar, but I always make sure, it kind of is, but I, but I always make sure that I have the time to go sit by the pool because I know I get tons, tons and tons and tons and tons of ideas. And particularly also, like, what I, like I said, when I'm walking, tons of ideas. Okay, second thing, regulate your nervous system. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, I did not understand or recognize the importance of regulating my nervous system until probably not even a year ago, a little under a year ago. And I thought everything, I thought I was cool, calm, collected, life is great. And it was, but here's the thing: you don't recognize when something's off until you have something to compare it to. And so once I intentionally started prioritizing my nervous system regulation on a daily basis, not even a daily basis, on an hourly basis, I was like, wait a minute, this is how I'm supposed to feel? This is how it's supposed to be? Are you freaking kidding me? I thought I was fine then. No, I'm really fine now. It's imperative that we have a regulated nervous system. All the decisions that you have to make in your business, big, small, whatever, whatever the case may be, decisions, everyday life decisions, right? When you have a regulated nervous system, you are operating from a more grounded state. You are operating from a more informed state because you've taken the time to bring your body out of that fight and flight. And let's just, if you are a human being, even if, if, even if you're unaware, because I was actually unaware, but if you are a human being living on earth in 2023, Unless you have intentionally prioritized your nervous system, regulating your nervous system, you are living, you have a dysregulated nervous system. If you are human in 2023, living on earth, you have a dysregulated nervous system, unless you have integrated practices to regulate your nervous system. Okay, so what do those practices look like? Every morning when I wake up, every morning when I wake up and I don't wake up to an alarm, if you do, that's fine, but I would ask, I, I would definitely encourage you, if you wake up to an alarm, that's like a eh, 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 whoa, are you freaking kidding me? Who wants to wake up to that madness? There's like, I don't know how many different ringtone choices on your phone and you can even download songs. So make something, uh, set your alarm to something that's peaceful, that is elevating, that you're happy to wake up to. When I hear, if I do set my alarms, because let's say for instance, I have to get up at a certain time to 
take a child, whatever, whatever the case may be, if I have to set an alarm, it is the most beautiful, pleasant thing. Like, it's not a eh, 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 get up. It's a and it's like just so beautiful. It's like classical music. It's beautiful to me. So find something that's beautiful to you that you're happy to wake up to. That sets the, that sets the tone of your day. Okay. So, so first thing is I wake up whenever God opens my eyes. Right. The second thing is though, I journal and I literally will write five things that I'm absolutely grateful for in the here and now. I'll also write out five things that I am manifesting, five things I'm already grateful for that's in the process of coming to me, right? I write out, you know, a handful of not really affirmations, they're more, of de- they're more declarations than affirmations. And then I write out like five things that I'm just sending, five people that I'm just sending love to, sending prayers to, that type of thing. Whether they have something going on that I'm aware of or not, there's some there are people that just stay on my list because I always want to send them love and prayers and whatever it is that they need, right? So that's just part of my daily routine. It, but it's not just the writing of it. It's allowing myself to feel the emotion, but allowing myself to feel the gratitude of everything that I am grateful for, right? And so in addition to that, I have, if you've seen my recent post, depending on when you're listening to this, I literally on my phone, I have alarms set every hour from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., Um, And every hour, it's a pleasant, it's a very beautiful, pleasant sound. And it's a reminder for me to breathe. And I know you're like, what? Yeah, it's a reminder for me to breathe. And I literally do, I do, I I vary it. Sometimes I just do box breathing, four, four, four breathing, right? So for, for four seconds in, hold for four seconds and then exhale for four seconds. Sometimes, sometimes I do that. Sometimes I'll do four, seven, eight. So in for four, hold for seven, out for eight. Sometimes, most times I do alternate nostril breathing. That's the majority of the day. I'll do alternate nostril breathings because breathing, because it helps to uh, switch you out of that sympathetic and into that parasympathetic, right? It helps to activate the parasympathetic. And what else do I do? So those are pretty much the, the, the three that I rotate through, four, 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 seven, eight, and nine times out of 10, I am going to do alternate nostril breathing. But then also part of my day, guess what? In between clients, I told you I don't do back, I don't typically do back to back clients every once in a while, but I go put my feet in the grass. I ground myself. I take my shoes off. I walk outside and I scrunch my feet in the grass and I ground myself. That's calming to your nervous system. You guys, if you have a baby or if you have a pet, just from you rubbing or holding your baby or your dog or, or whatever um, pet you have, that na- that helps to naturally release. It switches you out of that fight or flight, fight, flight, freeze or fawn, right? And it, and it activates that rest and digest and it turns off that cortisol production and it turns on, it releases those nice, beautiful, happy hormones, the oxytocin. When you're, when you're holding a baby or when you're rubbing on your dog, your puppy, oxytocin is now released. That's the antithesis, if you will, of your stress hormones. Okay. So these are just ways that I can, that you can start even prioritizing and regulating your nervous system. There's tons of other ways, but Let's see what else. And then visualizing. I don't think I mentioned that. I do that in the morning too. Uh, as part of my my journaling, visualizing, allow myself to feel the level of emotion that I desire to feel when all of my desires are fulfilled. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, so I allow myself to go there emotionally. It's not enough to just remember this, you guys. That feeling is the secret. There's actually a book called "Feeling Is the Secret." 
It's the feeling, it's the emotional, it's a, you allowing yourself to go there emotionally, connecting with the level of emotion that you want to feel on a day-to-day -day basis, connecting with that daily, okay, through visualization, all right? So those are just some of the ways that I help to regulate my nervous system. And if you're, I would definitely encourage you, if you're not doing that, any of those on a regular basis, start incorporating them, in, incorporating them and notice how you feel, notice how you function, notice how you make decisions, it's, it makes a world of difference. Notice the impact it has on the people around you. It makes a world of difference. And that's why successful holistic health nurses, holistic health coaches, it, this is one thing that they incorporate into their daily, daily routines, okay? Number three, investing in long-term relationships. Oh my gosh, I cannot overemphasize this enough. Investing in long-term mentorship, not trying to figure it out all on your own. Cause here's the thing, if you could figure it out all on your own, you would have. And the other thing is you're not expected to know it all. You are not expected to know it all. What, here's the thing, and I say this all the time, we as nurses, as clinicians in general, we are freaking brilliant. What we're usually not so brilliant in, and it's to be expected, it's the business piece, right? There's, this, there's, there's usually a gap in between our brilliance and then our, the monetization of that brilliance, like making that into a profitable, scalable business, right? And so you're not expected to learn it all. Guess what? There are other people who've been there, done that. So invest in long-term mentorship. My, I have two coaches actually that I've been with for two years. Invest in long-term mentorship. They get to know you. They get to, they get to, they sometimes get to know you uh, better than you know yourself in the fact that they can see your blind spots. That's why they're called blind spots. You can't see them yourself. You, if you could see them yourself, they wouldn't be called blind spots, right? But have to have someone to be in, in mentorship, to have a mentorship relationship with someone long-term that has, has worked with you long enough to know, oh, I see I, I see that I see this. I see you sabotaging yourself. I see this happening. Well, what, when you do this, this is what typically is what you're, you're running from or scared of or whatever the case may be. There, oh God, I cannot say enough about long-term mentorship. Okay. All righty. And you find that your 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 learning curve, clearly your learning curve is lessened, lowered, lessened. We're gonna go with lessened for today. Uh, because They've been there, they've done that, they can support you in doing the same, okay? Uh, let's see, fourth thing, prioritizing learning. Again, not learning because you have to, but learning because you get to. Learning because you want to. Learning the things that really light you up. You guys, I can't even tell you, I cannot tell you the number of classes, courses, certifications that I have taken over the years because they're things that I want to learn, that I love, love learning from essential oils to medicinal herbs to, goodness gracious, I, I got certified as a neural transformational coach. I got certified as a um, mind, a master, gosh, what's the name of it? Master mind magician practitioner. It's all mindset, mindset coach, basically. Okay. I, I'm always investing in things like, for instance, you guys know I love Dr. Joe Dispenza and going to his different conferences. And it's so learning things that absolutely you love to learn, not just for your own benefit, but because it actually helps you, your client experience, be that much better. Because now you can start integrating those things that you're learning for you and those things that you're embodying. Now you can start integrating that with your clients, which means that, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to help them as well. Okay. Oh, I have this thing coming up it's for, with, with Siete. Siete, it's a Siete uh, practitionership. You know, the chips, the company. It's, anyway, it's really cool. 
learning things, but they have, they have things, I think once a year. So I'm always plugging into things. All the coach, all the nurses that are, so that I personally work with that are my clients and even colleagues that are soaring, right? That they are, they're scaling their business, multi-six and seven figure in the holistic health space. These are all nurses, nurse practitioners. They prioritize their learning. And then the fifth and final thing, well, I'm sure there's many more, but for today, the fifth and final thing is really taking the time to cultivate and nurture relationships. You may have heard this before. Your network is your net worth, right? Your network is your net worth. Okay. And so who are you putting self around intentionally? Who are you developing and cultivating relationships with you guys? I cannot tell you over the course of the years, I've made some freaking brilliant people. Some of them are nurses. Some of them are not, are not nurses or, or clinicians at all, but they are, they are specialists in marketing. They are specialists in copy. They are specialists in, in tech. You know, they are specialists in their particular area. And I learned from that. Again, it goes back to the learning piece of it and you integrating that into your practice, right? But then also they are attached to other people. I will never forget one of my clients who not only signed up, signed on, on to work with me, my holistic health clients signed on to work with me for six months. She renewed for another six months and then she renewed for another six months and then she renewed for another six months. You guys, she, we ended up working together for two years not because she wasn't getting results, right? It's because she was getting results. So she, we just had more work to do. And, but where did I meet her? I met her from a relationship that I cultivated. And that person asked me to come inside their Facebook group to speak to her group of women that were actually, it was a, really, it was a relatively small group. I want to say maybe 20 women. But from that group came this particular client that ended up being a two-year long client. And we're still in communication to this day. To this day, when she's just a, a wonderful client to have worked with, okay? So start taking that. You might feel like I don't have the time. You don't not have the time. I know that didn't make sense. You don't not have the time. I'm saying it again. And it still doesn't make sense, but you know what I mean. Find the time to cultivate relationships. This doesn't take long, but it, it does take intention, okay? I've met, I've met my coaches. I've met my mentors through cultivating relationships with other people. Someone just reached out to me. I actually met her while working with one of my coaches, uh, one of my mentors slash coaches. And she reached out to me just the other day. And she says, she says, hey, who are you working with? Who are you starting or who else are you looking to work with? And I thought, huh. And so, again, people are going to do the same with you. Who are you working with with your health? Oh, my gosh. I have the best holistic health practitioner. Her name is XYZ. You need to reach out to her. Net worth, network right? Combined together. Okay. Um, so coaches, collaborations, podcast, guesting, I mean, all of these things because I've developed and, and cultivated relationships, right? So don't be afraid to do it. In fact, not only, not only don't be afraid to do it, but make it a priority to do that. Okay. You never know what you're going to need that they're connected to. And you're never, you never know what they are going to need that you're connected to. Okay. All right. So those are the top five. I'll run through them again. Five unexpected things that successful holistic health practitioners do. One, they prioritize their spaciousness, give themselves time to create and, and, and be right and refine. Two, they regulate their nervous system. They regulate their nervous system. I cannot overemphasize that. Three, they invest in long term mentorship. It's not a negotiable. It's a non-negotiable. It is a non-negotiable. You find me anyone who's making multi-six and seven figures in the holistic health space. And I guarantee you, they have long-term, they've had, they have, and could, 
they've have, <laughs> they've had and continue to have long-term mentorship. No doubt about it. Okay. Uh, they prioritize their learning and they cultivate, they make it a priority to cultivate and, and nurture relationships. Okay. That is it, you guys, for today's episode of the Sharice Williams Show. As always, I love you. I appreciate you. I'm so very grateful for you. And don't forget to join me next time for another transformative episode of the Sharice Williams Show. Bye for now. And there you have it. Thanks so much for joining today and listening to this podcast episode. If you enjoyed what I shared today, go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss anything and leave a review telling us what resonated with you the most. And if it feels aligned, I want to invite you to join us inside of the Holistic Health and Empowerment Community. It's for all of the nurses who are revolutionizing how we as a collective impact health through our coaching businesses like to hang out. I'll leave the link for you down below in the show notes. I'll see you there.